Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Your Home with Team Gale. I'm Tom Gale. Jack Gale and I are your hosts today, and we're talking with Grace Bass at Alpha Mortgage, who's going to help dispel some of the credit score myths that are out there. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. And as always, if you have a question about uh, real estate or, or your credit score or anything like that, you can give us a call here in the studio at 910-332-6390. And if you need the immediate assistance of a realtor, our team Gail duty agents are always standing by at 910-541-1212. If you can hear us, we can help you. So uh, Grace, as always, before we actually kick off our topic, I want to give you an opportunity to plug yourself and, and your company. Go ahead and tell us about yourself real quick. Great. Uh, again, my name is Grace Bass. I'm with Alpha Mortgage. I am a mortgage consultant there. Um, I've been with Alpha for seven years now, but I've been in the business for 30. So been there, done that, have the t-shirt. So um, <laughs> Anyway, but if anybody needs to reach me, you can always call my cell number. That's 910-620-7382. Okay, and then do you have a website as well? I do. It's www.gracebass.com. And email, if you need that, is grace.bass at alphamortgage.com. And if somebody wanted to do like a, a loan application online, they can go right on your website and do that, right? They can go on the website. We have a short um, application you can fill out, and that will automatically come to me as soon as I get it. I will pull credit, and and you're on your way. All right. Very good. Easy, easy, simple to do. You know, gets the very ball rolling. Simple, very right. simple. Very so, simple. Uh, so, yeah, we had, like I said, we... Uh, uh, I saw an article this past week talking about uh, six credit myths, and certainly there are, I think, more than six out there, but we'll at least start with those six. Um, the article I always like to give credit where credit is due uh, was from Stephen Richmond at Next Avenue. So um, his first myth that he was talking about was uh, closing out your credit cards um, because you think it improves your credit score. What do you think, Grace? Uh, no. <laughs> I would say, um, especially if you're getting ready to buy a house, do not make any changes to your credit whatsoever. Closing a credit card, even if you don't use it anymore, it just takes away the, um, what we're looking at is the available credit that you have versus what you use. So if you have credit cards that are out there and you're not using them, keep them open. The longer you have an account open and the more credit available to you is going to benefit you in your credit scores. Well, and that's a, a good point, too, is a lot of times people say, well, this one has a new rate or I can transfer everything over. Well, keep that other one open. Put it in a closet if you have to yes. um, so you don't use it. Um, if you're the type of person that would be tempted to use it if it were in your wallet. But, but that length that you have each account open is tremendously important. It really is. It is. Um, the longer you have something open and the great credit history that you have on it, paying on time, um, is going to count more for you than closing an account that you don't use. Uh, and uh, well, somewhat related, I think some people may be closing those credit cards. This is myth number two um, because they think that that erases the history. So if they had a bad history with that credit card, does that help to uh, close out that account? No, no. The credit history is going to remain on your account. Um, and, and usually they'll say seven to ten years or so, but I've seen it on there longer than that. Um, it takes a long time to build good credit and a short time to have bad credit, derogatory credit put on your credit report, and it remains on there for a long time, even after it's supposed to be gone. So Yeah, so so just because you've canceled the card, they still have that, uh, uh, the credit uh, score company still have the, the ability to look at that. Yep. Exactly, credit history is there. 
And shouldn't people go out and, you know, at least once a year go check their credit just in the off chance that something happened that they're unaware of? They can. And I have a website. Um, I'll just kind of give you guys this right now since we're talking about it. But um, you can get a free credit report one time a year from all three of the credit bureaus, and that would be Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. Um, and you can go to www.annualcreditreport.com. Um, now, when you get that credit report, it does not give you your credit scores. It will give you your credit history. Um, to get your credit scores, they, they have a charge for that. So this is a free service, but to get the credit scores, you have to pay a fee. Um, so they will give you the free credit report one time a year from each of the, um, the three different repositories. Well, and uh, that, uh, skipping around here a little bit, his myth number four was talking about being penalized when you check your credit scores. So does that penalize you in any way? No. When there are two different types of credit scores um, when you pull it. We have a hard, um, a hard report and then soft pull. The hard report is going to be somebody that pulls your credit, a third-party person. If you're pulling your own credit, um, that's a soft pull, and that will not count against you uh, when you're getting ready to pull. But kind of keep in mind, I know there's a lot of companies out there, and they're good, and they do report um, correct information about your credit history like Credit Karma or places like that but sometimes when you're pulling from someplace like that the um, credit software that they're pulling from is not the same software module that we use for um, mortgage reporting hmm. so somebody might call in and say well I check my credit every month on Credit Karma and I have an 800 credit score well if we go to pull it through the module that we use for mortgage financing they might have a 600 credit score the the difference software is what is reporting what your score is and it doesn't hit the right points I guess okay. against your against your mortgage so it's always important to make sure you get the right credit well and is credit karma owned by one of those uh, agencies or it's, it's unaffiliated I mean so if you pull it from credit karma that would still not affect your credit score by pulling it from no, a third party? no anything self-pulled okay. is not supposed to hit your credit score Okay. And, you know, uh, I, I will get on my soapbox here for a minute to talk about the fact that you, you did comment that you can uh, see your credit history but not your credit score. Right. Um, it, it is very frustrating for me that it is my information that I have no ability to, you know, grant them access or not grant them access. They automatically get this information mm -hmm. and they profit from it, but I have to pay to see it. Uh, in this day and age where we have uh, so many, uh, you know, in every month there's a new, you know, security problem with uh -huh. Target or Home Depot or wherever where uh, we, you know, are, are needing to, to look into our credit scores to make sure that it's accurate. I mean, it, it should not be something that I can only see once a year uh, and not actually see the score. That I don't think that that's very fair at all. It, it's my yeah. information. If you're going to profit off of it, the least you can do is give me ready access to it. Right. So right. Well, and, and I guess, I mean, the free report is going to be what you get um, from what I've read. Mm -hmm. um, the free report is what you can get one time a year. So if you pay for it, I don't know how much... Yeah. So what you get? Well, <laughs> you, well, you get the score. You said, yes. right? I mean, yes. so which I think that, like I say, if it's my, it should be free. That's right. If exactly. it's my information, I, I should at exactly. the very least get a chance to look it over. Right. Um, uh, especially, like I say, with all these things, you know, coming out every month, I should definitely have an opportunity to look at it more often. I mean, I, that frankly makes their information more accurate if I can right. catch something right away. I don't right. know, understand right. why. Uh, that's a problem. So if you can look into that, Grace, I'd appreciate it. I will do it. I will do it. <laughs> yeah, if you can fix so, that, would be great. I'll that's fix right. it. So, yeah, obviously I think that's above your pay grade probably. <laughs> so, But maybe one of these days our, our 
uh, uh, national legislators, I assume, is going to who's going to be have to address it. Um, hopefully, one of those people will be tech savvy enough to realize that the necessity of people having ready well, access to their own and, credit. And I think they can get it from the places like Credit Karma, mm-hmm. whatever. And you do get your credit scores. It's just, and it is, it is a true reflection of what your credit is. Okay. But you, the module is just uh, different. Okay. So the points that they're deducting or giving and what have you could be a little bit different than what you're pulling when you're getting a mortgage. Well, and that's the other uh, sad thing too is is that we even have to have this discussion today um, because they are so secretive about exactly ha- what makes up your credit. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, talking to somebody like Grace here at Alpha, um, you know, can help you to, to sidestep some of these problems that we know about, but there's, you know, they, they are kind of secretive as to how they calculate it. Well, and we, we do have some information. If anybody wants me to email them the, the information about what you need to be looking for, what, what does um, a mortgage count for your history, the payment history, um, how much does it count against you to have um, credit cards that are maxed out? We have some figures that okay. are broken down that way, the percentage that will make up your... And do they ever change that information, or has that been pretty steady? Um, I think it's pretty steady. I'm okay. sure they go in and tweak it every now and then, but, um, yeah, if, if you want that information, I can email it to you, so just give me a, right, cool. a shout-out. So, well, and, and uh, we'll actually post it on our website, too, uh, Grace, if you want to share it with us, okay. so um, people can visit uh, either one. Um, all right, so number three, uh, the credit myth was uh, things like your age, race, and sex can affect your credit score. Um, is that a, a true or false statement, Grace? That is false. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all we look, we're looking at um, black and white. Um, we are looking at the numbers that are on the page. We are not looking at how old you are. I, I closed a loan for somebody that was 85 in December. I have a woman who's 88 that I'm working with now. So age definitely does not count. Um, and, and we don't. We don't. You can't discriminate against anybody for uh, based on race, color, religion, uh, sex, marital status, or age. So. Unlike car insurance, where they can discriminate if you're a young male and a, wanting to buy a sports car, they're, yeah. they're, they're going to definitely charge you more. Exactly, so. no. All we're looking for is just the um, to find the ability to repay a mortgage. So um, I don't, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, or whatever. If you can repay your mortgage, then you're going to get a mortgage. All right, there you go. It's a level playing field. That's it. Uh, and so number five, and this is something that I think that, that some people do get kind of tripped up with, definitely, is as a cosigner, your credit score is safe. If you're just cosigning for your uh, spouse or, or your children or whatever. No, that is um, a myth as well. Um, if you're cosigning for someone, I, it doesn't matter if it's a house, a car, or what have you, you are 100% responsible for that debt. Um, if the person that you co-signed for is not making payments on time, that's going to go against your credit. If they are making payments on time and you want to go buy, say you co-signed for your child to buy a house, um, and they're making the payments on time, that's fine. But when you go to buy a house yourself, you're going to have a mortgage on your credit report because you are 100% responsible no matter no matter what. You and, have co-signed. And so let's say you do it for your, your uh, child that's in college currently. They, they get a job afterwards. Are you able to remove yourself once they uh, uh, get their job? Mm-hmm. Um, it, only if they refinance the loan. Okay. So you would have to go through the refinance process, and then you could be removed from that mortgage. What, what they're looking for then is to make sure the child can repay the mortgage by themselves. Mm-hmm. But it would be a whole new loan at that a point. A whole new loan, and yeah. you would be taken off of it, yes. All right. Yeah. And uh, the last credit myth that uh, was reported in this article was talking about all credit scores are the same. So uh, how, talk about the you know different reporting agencies. 
Um, well, I mentioned before that um, the reporting agencies are going to be Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. And when you have a credit card, that credit card company, um, they have the right to report you to all three of those bureaus. They don't have to report to any of them if, if they don't want to. And I know there's a couple credit unions that they just report to one credit bureau. So what we're looking for is you have to have at least two credit scores to be able to be eligible for a mortgage. And if you use, say, a, a credit union for your car, your credit card, and everything that you have, they only report to one of those places. So you're only going to have one credit score. Um, so it all depends. You might pull a credit and you might see that somebody has a 800 credit score from one repository and the next one might be, I don't know, 600. And you're wondering why. Well, it's because they don't report to eat all three. They don't have to. Most places do, but some of them, they just don't. And so someplace like uh, Credit Union, uh -huh. could you request that they do more than one or they're just going to only do one? I think that they just do the one. Um, hmm. You know, I don't know exactly what their procedures are, but whenever I see a credit report and somebody has a credit union, um, reporting on there, it is usually only to one of the repositories. So. Okay. And so how would that affect their credit? Do they throw out the highest and the lowest and take the middle? or? or well, we have to have, uh, we like to have three scores. Mm -hmm. And then what we do is we take the middle score out of the three. If you only have two credit scores, we take the lower. If you only have one, we need to figure out a way to get you another one. So you have to have at least two credit scores. Okay. Um, and while we're on that subject, um, Alpha Mortgage does have a person that handles credit enhancement for us. Now, it's not a credit repair. But what she will do is she'll look at the credit report, and she can tell you um, if you did this, if you did that, is that going to help your credit? Is it going to hurt your credit? Um, I had an older gentleman who didn't use credit. And he wanted to buy a house. Of course, we have to have at least two credit scores. He had no credit whatsoever. He, our credit enhancement person, recommended that he open a credit card. Um, and within 30 days, he had three credit scores. And, and, and the key is we don't want you to open more credit. Mm -hmm. we don't, we're not telling you to do that. But with this particular gentleman, he had to have some kind of credit history so that we could show that he has been making his payments on time. Um, and he went ahead and opened that account, and within 30 days, he had, I mean, his credit scores were in the 700s. Now, when you open it, I mean, we, we encourage you to open it, use it, I mean, just a very little, and then pay it down mm -hmm. to $10. Just make sure you're making your payment on time. Um, and so our, our credit enhancement person can, can tell you things like that. Okay, well, and, and on a related note there, is it better to pay it off completely or to leave a balance that way, you know? For some reason, um, we, our credit person, always says pay it down to $10. Now, I don't know, I mean, you, you put a tank of gas on there and you pay it down to $10, and you do that for a couple months, and that kind of builds your credit. It kind of shows that you are paying it, you do have a little balance that you can continue to pay on. So okay. we always say, $10. All right. Um, and uh, so that was all of the, the credit miss uh, that they had. And of course, you, you talking made me think of uh, a couple of other things that have now since uh, left my, my brain here. But I know that uh, uh, you have some other paperwork in front of you there, Grace. Anything else that, that is a common misconception? Um, let, me, let me think here. <laughs> I, I, I do recommend if you think that you're going to be buying a house, um, of course, right away, then make sure you get pre-qualified and we can pull your credit. So we can look and make sure there's always a lot of things that are reported incorrectly. Mm -hmm. um, and so we can kind of help you with that. 
Um, myth would be if you think you're doing something good, like paying off the credit card and closing it, that's a bad thing. Um, if you have collections, if you think it's a good thing to go ahead and pay those and they're old collections, that's not a good thing. That's um, that's when that's What's happening, if you have a collection, the when you call about that collection, it is picking up the new date that you called, so it looks like it's a brand new collection. Right, and it res <coughs> resets the clock on it, too. Exactly. So we... You know, it, it, what I say when I pre-qualify someone and they have issues like that, I'm like, don't do a thing in the world to your credit until I let our credit enhancement person look, look at it. And she will make recommendations that she thinks will help get your score where it needs to be. Well, and that's certainly one thing that a lot of uh, people think, too, is, well, I don't want them pulling my credit in advance. And then again, once I buy, which is why I'm going to wait till the last second for them to pull my credit. If, if you guys um, help them at the beginning of the process and then at the end of the process, is that going to uh, be twice as bad? No, no. Um, it, um, one of the myths, I guess, is that if you pull a credit report, if you go someplace and pull one and then you come to me and I pull one, if you're pulling a credit report within a short period of time and you're searching for a mortgage, if you pull one or two, it's not supposed to hit your credit really hard. If you're out there and you're trying to pull credit with everybody, then yes, I would say that's going to hurt your credit score. Um, we do um, pull a credit report when we pre-qualify you for a mortgage or upfront, and that credit report is good for 90 days. Um, if we're closing within the, that 90-day period, we do pull what we call a soft pull credit report, which again does not hit your credit score. We pull that five to ten days before closing to make sure nothing has changed. But I mean, just one or two should not hurt your credit that bad. But that's kind of. And that goes to you know anybody that's buying a house. Uh, don't go out and buy furniture. Don't buy cars. Don't no. don't don't buy anything. No, no. It's very tempting if you're buying an, a house, you want new furniture, you want appliances to go out and buy. We say do not do anything with your credit while you are looking at Just buying a house. Just keep it all the same. Just keep doing what you have keep been doing. Mm -hmm. Keep it the same. Mm -hmm. Yep, I, I've uh, definitely helped some people that, that did wind up purchasing a vehicle and therefore could not purchase yep. their house. I mean, exactly. It, it does. So. It really does. Um, and then as uh, Jack was pointing out, I mean, there are people too that, that are like, well, I needed all new furniture and I, I, I put it on layaway or something like that. They, they don't understand <coughs> that that's still credit. Exactly. Once, and, and what we look at too is if you're under contract, we've pulled your credit, we're in the process, and then all of a sudden you go and you inquire about a furniture loan or something like that. When we pull that soft pull credit report at the end of your process, it's going to show us if you had inquiries with any other company. And we're going to ask you, did you open an account with that company? And if you did, that's when we're going to have to make sure you still qualify with that debt. So we do find out. Uh, something else, uh, you talked about the, the credit cards with the $10 balance. Uh -huh. um, does it matter uh, how much the, the credit line is? Should it be $500 or $20,000 or, I mean... Yeah, one thing that um, is, is good to know is that if you're maxed out on your credit cards, that's going to count more against you than for you, even if you pay them on time, because you are just using your credit. Um, if you have a credit card, you need to keep your outstanding balance at 30 to 35 percent of what your available credit is, and that's going to reflect good credit history. Okay. Um, and, and that, I think, goes to another myth that a lot of times people think, well, I'm going to consolidate from, you know, 10 credit cards all to one, so I only have one to pay on. Um, and like you say, it, it can actually backfire if, if exactly. they need to have a low balance on each uh, would be the better option. Right, for now. After you close on your mortgage, go ahead and do what you want to do. But that just makes it, I mean, y you think it's a good thing, but on paper, it's you closed an account. That's bad that you've had open for a long time. And then you're opening a new one. You have no credit history on that one, so you, you're not pulling scores for that. So. 
agree. And you know, any of the bills that you have that you haven't paid, whether it's student loans, uh, cell phone bills, or any bills that you've had out there, uh, even past medical bills, you know, before you uh, apply for the loan, talk to uh, somebody like Grace, and they'll tell you what to do and how to go about, you know, dealing with those because they are going to show up, even if they've been out there for seven seven years. They're yes. going to show up on the report. They do. They do. Well, and uh, is there any weight to um, you being late on a credit card versus a mortgage payment versus a medical bill? Uh, you know, is, is there any difference? Yeah. Medical bills are not supposed to count as, as harsh against you. Um, a mortgage is the number one. Um, if you are late on a mortgage within the last 12 months, say, a lot of times you're going to have a hard time getting a mortgage. And that includes um, rent, does it not? Yes, if you have no mortgage history, but if, I mean, with lo you can't just say it's black and white, but mm -hmm. um, with, there are some lenders in different loan programs that if you have one 30-day late on a mortgage, you're, you should be okay in the last 12 months. Um, so it just depends on the, the credit score, the program we're using, and, and things like that. But a mortgage does count really heavily against your credit score if you're late on it versus well, and if, a credit, I mean, credit card. And if someone is currently renting at this point, um, you know, you talk about there being different um, loan programs. Mm -hmm. What is kind of the, the bare minimum if somebody's doing those credit karma type things? What do they should be looking for to think that they might be able to qualify for a, a mortgage? We, um, we require at least a 640 credit score. Um, now, I do have some lenders and different loan programs. If we do FHA, sometimes we can go down to 620. Um, but 640 is kind of where we like to say it. Okay. And ultimately, if somebody uh, isn't quite there, um, certainly, you know, talking to you, you might be able to get them there relatively quickly, right? Exactly. Uh, and how would they do that? Oh, they call me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and you, can, you can always call me at 910-620-7382 or email or text. Again, my email is grace.bass at alphamortgage.com. Um, and again, if you want any information, just send me an email, and I'll be glad to send you the um, the information that we do have regarding what you need to look at, what you need to look for. And I do recommend if you want to buy a house, and it's going to be within the next six months or something, just look at your credit. I mean, if I pull your credit now and you're not buying in for six months, that inquiry is not going to count against you. And if anybody out there wants to give us a call at the studio, we'd love to hear from you at 332-6390. It's, uh, you know, Grace would like to talk to you about uh, mortgages, and we'd like to talk to you about real estate. And you can also get up with a Team Gale agent. Uh, they're on duty uh, pretty much 8-8, uh, and they can be reached at 910-541-1212. If you can hear us, we can help you. So... Uh as far as the, the average time to handle things that, you know, if it was an error on your credit or trying to build your credit, what it, what is it you normally see at the number of, uh, the amount of time that it would take somebody to get those things squared away? It, it just all depends on what the, the problem is or the issue is. Um, like with a guy who had no credit scores at all, and, and that means no derogatory credit either. It only took 30 days for us to get his credit scores. If you've had um, several delinquencies, um, you know, we just, it, it, it could take six months. It could take a year it just all depends and then you just need to kind of follow the pattern that we give you and recommend um, and of course we recommend something that's not guaranteed that it's going to work for you um, along with the software um, we do have a what-if scenario so our credit person will plug in well what if they paid this credit card down to this amount here what will it do to the credit score so it's kind of a it's, it's just an idea and a recommendation um, 
majority of the time it works. So. Well, and I think the most important thing is if somebody sees that their credit is, is far off, you know, a lot of times I think they may just throw up their hands and say, well, I'm just going to keep renting. I'm not even going to bother to talk to somebody. But obviously, I mean, you know, what, what kind of increase have you seen on some of your credit scores when they've, they've talked to your counselor? We have seen a great increase, and sometimes it's just a couple points away. So again, depending on the loan program, because your credit score can impact what your interest rate is going to be. But if you're doing uh, getting a government loan like FHA, VA, or something, they're not as hard on the credit. Uh, but conventional Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, they are going to be tiering their pricing, ba- your rate, based on what your credit score is. So. Well, and I know that the your uh, specific situation may vary, but I mean, could somebody increase their credit score 100 points in you know a, a month or two? I mean, would, would that be possible depending on what things they fix? Depending on what they have to do. So. Um, yeah, I, I don't know about 100 points, but <laughs> depending on what they so, have to do, yeah, what that, I would say. exactly. I, I think that's a good point to say that that may not be typical, but it's yes. certainly possible, especially if it was something that was erroneously put on your credit score that didn't uh, belong. Um, then you know, getting that corrected uh, would right. make a big difference. Right, and that difference. might take a little while because, like I said before, putting something on your credit is really fast and easy, but getting it off takes an act of Congress. And so. the other thing too that people have to recognize is that they have to be able to show that they actually do, in fact, have income. A lot uh, of times, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, right. I mean, a lot of times there's people out there that uh, are self-employed and don't report any income tax, and that's and that's a problem, is it not? It is. It is. Um, and and that's another place where you really need to get um, pre-qualified because if you are self-employed, and I ask you, well, you know, how much money do you make? Well, I made three hundred thousand dollars last year, but how much did you write off? Oh. Um, maybe 200. <laughs> yeah. So it just, it all depends. And there are things that we can add back to income for self-employed borrowers, um, but we don't know until we see tax returns. So self-employed borrower really is important to get pre-qualified. Uh, regarding all this, and we kind of talked about things that might be erroneously on your credit, do you recommend that people lock their um, credit or anything like that? Um, I know that several, a lot of people do that. They, they freeze their credit, um, and, but you have to make sure that when you call me that you have unfrozen all of those accounts because um, <laughs> I have to be able to pull it. If I pull it and it says it's frozen, I'm not getting anything. So, gotcha. I, I, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Uh, yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, again, each uh, style may be a little bit different um, uh, as far as how they can do it. I know that there are some that, that will only uh, do it for 24 hours. I know that somebody was telling me that they had, had unfrozen it, and then by the time the... the we looked. And, and, that's frozen right. again. <laughs> exactly. So. Right, right. Yeah, so I, do, I do that myself, and, and I have to go and tell them how long I want it, whether it's a week or 10 right. days or whatever. Right. And, and you have to remember that it's all three of the repositories. Mm-hmm. So, right. um yeah, you just have to make sure you unlock it when you get ready to do something. And that would actually be a good question, too, if somebody wanted to kind of do it the easy way. I mean, if they only locked one, would that prevent somebody from getting credit in their name that you know of? Or no, I mean, they'd really I, need to lock, lock all three? I would think they need to lock all three. Um, that's just my opinion, mm-hmm. um, because you do have credit out there with other sources. So, gotcha. Um, yeah, I would I would say all three if you're really going to no do that. No shortcuts. All right. No, I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think so. Again, that's my opinion. So any other questions? Uh, uh, credit myths that we want to dispel grace um i don't think so all right no i yeah. i know that you see it every day so i figured you'd be the one to ask of of other things that that might not have been covered so yeah um a- as far as the uh, overall trend in, in rates uh, how are things looking great um interest rates at uh, they're 
they're pretty volatile, but they're still low. Um, so it's great. We might see one day when the market is just kind of tanking, um, but then turn around and we have great, still have great interest rates. Um, again, the rates are going to be based on your credit score and the loan program that we have. But um, I mean, the government loans, you're still looking in the high threes for a 30 year fixed rate. Um, and conventional, again, depending on credit score and stuff, uh, maybe four and four and an eighth or so. Well, so. and I heard uh, on the news just yesterday they were talking about the fact that the economy is doing so well that everybody's waiting for that other shoe to drop for those rates to, to start that upward tick. So. I know. So, yeah. So get in there and buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, uh, you know, the other thing that, that the other side of the coin of uh, what we've been talking about today with your uh, getting, making sure that your credit is um, good to go for when you purchase your home. Um, but the other reason why you want to talk to Grace or, or uh, your lender in advance uh, is so that way you know exactly how much home you can afford. Um, I think that a lot of times people don't fully understand what loan programs are available to them and, and right. if it might be 100% financing or, or whatever else. So uh, before you uh, you know ride around with your realtor, um, we, we definitely want to make sure that the first stop is, is with your lender so you understand you know how much home you can comfortably afford. Right. I mean, just because you can afford you know uh, a large mortgage doesn't mean you want to because you make your payments are, are very key to uh, possibly a car breaking down or medical issues or whatever. So if you're qualified to have, say, a mortgage of you know $1,500 a month, your budget may say, geez, you know, to provide a cushion, I only want to have, you know, pay it $1,250 or, or $1,100 or whatever. Right. Right. Exactly. I like ramen noodles, but not every night. So <laughs> <laughs> I agree. That, that's smart. Know what your limits are. Um, just because you are qualified doesn't mean you have to go up that high because we don't look at things like your cell bill, your electric bill, your water bill. We don't look at that when we're qualifying you for a mortgage, but you need to remember you do have that. Yep, you want to have the, the right quality of life there. So, all right, well, uh, uh, Grace, give us your information one more time real quick. Okay, it's uh, Grace Bass, and my phone number is 910-620-7382. Email grace.bass at alphamortgage.com or website www.gracebass.com. All right, thanks, everybody. You've been listening to Your Home with Team Gale. We'll see you next week.